Hey, welcome to the Sex, Self, and Relationships Podcast. I'm your host, Fatima, but you can call me Tima. This is a lifestyle podcast focused on sex, self, and relationships. This podcast will provide sex education, focusing especially on female pleasure. We will discuss self-development and how we can become the best versions of ourselves, all while exploring our relationships and how we can show up as our best for all of them. Welcome. Today's episode is on how to online date with a purpose. I'm creating this episode because I hear a lot of my girlfriends say, I hate online dating. Oh my God, it sucks. They just don't want to do it. And I spend a lot of time trying to convince my friends to get back on and give it another try and give them a different perspective of online dating that I've had um, in the past. So today I figured I will share with you guys as well um, for those of you out there that don't like online dating or haven't really found it helpful or haven't been able to find your match yet and you're wondering what you've been doing wrong or just kind of want a guide for online dating. My advice is based on more than two years ago. I've been off the app for some time now. So if I am not really referencing things that are relevant to now, just, you know, modify accordingly. Do what you need to do to make edits. You know what I mean? I don't need to be 100% right, but you get the point. That's what's going to always matter on this show, okay? All right, so I want you to look at online dating and just the process of dating in general. It's been helpful for me to think of it as interview process, like, you know, a job interview process where I'm either the employer or the employee because I feel like both parties should be doing the interview. It's not just the employer interviewing the employees. It should be both. So I've always looked at online dating as an interview process. We are both interviewing each other to see if, you know, this is a right fit for each other. Like, are we a right fit for each other's lives? Prior to even getting into the process of, you know, swiping left and right, you have to change your mindset. There's been two mindset shifts that really helped me just kind of take a hold of the whole damn process and make it my bitch. Because <laughs> that's what I did. I, I made it my bitch. Anyways, so I would suggest practice patience. With anything in life, all good things are worth the wait, you know? Sometimes things just take longer for everybody. We all have different life paths. And going back into comparing this to a job hunting process, right? When you're job hunting, you have to be patient. There's nothing more important than patience when you are job hunting. Oftentimes, people just jump for the next high paying job. And then they're at their next job and they hate it because they weren't patient in the job hunting process. Ideally, what people usually do is stay at their job and Take their time with job hunting. So that way they're not jumping from one shit to even worse shit. You have to take your time and you have to be willing to understand and be confident that what's yours is yours. It's going to come to you. But you have to let life life. Life got lessons to teach and you just have to let it do its thing. Your timeline isn't going to be your friend's timeline. It's not going to be your sister's timeline or your brother's timeline. It's your timeline. But you got to work while you're being patient. The next mindset shift that really helped me is practice rotational dating. Y'all, this is so important. 
Rotational dating is basically dating multiple people at once. You're not committed to anyone. You're free to date. You're just in the dating phase. You're just out here getting to know people, going on dates, getting to, you know, learn who they are, giving yourself chance to meet multiple people and see what the options are. I don't think we do this enough. I think a lot of times people meet someone online they like and then they just close up shop and stop talking to everybody else. And oftentimes they get to find out that this is not a match and then they go back on. And it just seems like they have to start all over again. Where I think the problem is when you find someone online that you like, great, that's awesome. Get to know them. You don't need to close up shop though. Still open up shop. Get to meet new people. Because if you really like this person, your feelings isn't going to change for them just because you're getting to know other people. If the feeling is there, it's there. The feeling is going to be the feeling. So don't be afraid to open your heart out to many people at once when you're in this dating phase. There's no need to be exclusive with someone you're not exclusive with. It just doesn't make sense. It limits you from getting to know or meet your potential match. The reason why rotational dating is important is because dating is a numbers game. You're going to have to kiss a lot of frogs, both guys and women. Frogs meaning people that you don't match with. It doesn't mean that they're frogs or they're bad or they're a negative person. It just means that's just not your match. That's not who you are aligned with. You're going to meet a lot of people you're not aligned with before you meet the person you are aligned with. One of my favorite podcasters, Dan Savage always says, you're going to end 99% of the relationships you enter. It just takes that one to work, right? Which makes sense. If you're going to be dating, you know that it rarely happens with that just one person you first meet. It rarely happens that the person you match with is your first date. It just rarely happens. But sometimes your first date is someone that might be of interest. So there's no need to just close up shop and stop meeting new people. You can get to know them while still getting to know other people. So that way you have a few people in your rotation that you can learn from, get to know, and see what exactly you like. And the great thing about this is it reminds you your worth. It's really hard to ignore red flags when you're dating multiple people because you're able to compare the difference in treatment. You're able to see when someone is blatantly treating you shitty in comparison to someone else that's treating you right. You're able to see your worth, you know? It helps you remind yourself that you never have to settle. So definitely prior to going into the dating process and the online dating process, change your mindset to be patient and to actively practice rotational dating. So let's talk about the process. So you've downloaded the app. What's next? My first suggestion is Review your dating candidate's online resume. I feel like a lot of times we're just so focused on swiping left and right on the pictures, we forget to read what they're actually about. What did they write on their bio? Read it. See if the things on their bio are a yes or a no for you. You should already have a list of things that you're looking for. The bio is where you get that information. Get to know the bio. See if this is someone that you're interested in. If it is, great. If it's not, no need to entertain. Even if they hit you up first, it doesn't matter. No need to entertain because you're here dating with a purpose. All time is important. As you review your dating candidate's bio and pictures and all the things they put on their page, 
I am assuming, and you should also already have your bio updated. You should be putting things that you're interested in and things that you want other people to know about you on your bio. Don't leave your page all empty. Your pictures aren't just going to be enough. Like, don't just rely on your pictures being so... If you're here dating and you're intentionally looking for your match, don't half-ass it. Do the work. Put in the info that you would want your match to see. So your bio and your resume online page should be updated as well so they can review. After the review phase is the introduction phase. This is when they probably hit you up first or you're probably going to hit them up first. And that can go like, hey, how are you? Or however the one-liners need to be. I, I think you guys got that part. At the introduction stage, this is a great opportunity for you to get to know the person. Whether they hit you up first or not, ask them questions about them that you want to know. Drop egos. Ask what comes to your mind, what comes from your heart. Get to know them. Avoid questions like, or statements like, tell me about yourself. It's very lazy. It's giving lazy. If they ask you, tell me about yourself, also tell them, can you be specific? What, what would you like to know about me? Don't let them slide with the tell me about yourself. Be clear to them. What would you like to know about me? Give each other that respect and the effort to listen to each other and get to know each other. So after your first introduction, I think it's important to check in, to do a, a little mental check-in. Evaluate the interaction. Think about the conversation. Think about how it makes you feel. Do you feel positive about this person? Do you feel good after the conversation? Did they make you smile? Was it kind of annoying? Was something just irritating to you even though they were nice? If that's the case, if it was a negative interaction, whether or not the words were negative, it doesn't matter. Drop it. If the conversation left you feeling positive, that's a good sign. Keep it. They get to go in the next round. After a few interactions back and forth, there's no need for unnecessary delays. If this is someone that you feel isn't giving creepy vibes, someone you're vibing with, exchange numbers. You can either ask them or they can ask you. It doesn't really matter who it comes from. The goal of exchanging numbers is to actually have a phone interaction, right? It just always feels different, you know? It always feels different from communicating via app to communicating via text. It's like, it almost feels like the person is closer. I feel like those that know, know. It just feels different. So I think it's important to make that next step if you are feeling positive about each other. Exchange numbers. Now move on to text. You're, you know, it could be a few days of good mornings, you know, checking in throughout the day. Just communication. I think not constant every minute communication, but I think daily communication is nice. If I'm getting to know you, daily communication is definitely nice. And if the daily communications via text are going well, it seems like you guys are vibing, then you go on to the next step. And this is my favorite step. <laughs> this is my favorite step because I do it all the time. This step is called the surprise phone screening. You know how they do the phone screening? Like, you know, when you're job hunting and they call you real quick just to make sure you are who you say you are and all that. I think this step is necessary when online dating. I am not going to meet up with nobody that I have not done a surprise phone screening for. Okay? So the surprise phone screening is unlike the professional job hunting process. Okay? We don't give any warnings, hence the name. We, it's a surprise. These are my regular tips and rules that I've just mentally instilled in my head. I only make surprise phone screening calls Monday through Thursdays between 8 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. 
I just feel like that's a reasonable time to be calling someone off guard because, you know, this day and age, we don't really talk on the phone anymore. So I feel like it's really awkward to call someone during the workday or randomly during the weekend because you don't know what they're doing. But I feel like Monday to Thursday, 8 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. is safe, you know? They're usually winding down from work or whatever. Keep in mind, they do not have to pick up. They probably won't pick up. That's possible. If they don't pick up, it is what it is. Take no graciously. Don't get in your feelings. It's not personal. Whatever. If they do pick up, great. This is your opportunity to get to know who it is you've been interacting with through text. This is your opportunity to get to know if they pass in the vibe check. Like, you know, y'all still vibing on the phone? Because I feel like when you have a phone conversation, it kind of gives you a little bit of an insight of what the in-person conversation will be like, you know? You kind of still share energies via phone. And you could also see whether or not you'll be able to keep a conversation with this person. So this is a great time to ask, you know, even deeper questions. Get to know them a little bit. I really feel like this surprise phone conversation is always great because it gives you all you need to know on whether or not you want to go on a date with this person. You just feel it. You know. During this phone conversation, if it's going great, this is a great time to introduce meeting in person. You know, plan a date, you guys coordinate together and set something up. If the conversation is not going well, that's still fine. You know, just find a polite way to say, well, it was really nice talking to you. Well, have a great night. And that's it. You don't ever have to talk to this person ever again in your life. But if you like to be polite, nah, listen, you don't ever have to talk to this person ever again in your life. Just don't set up a date with them. Don't don't keep flirting with them. Don't keep entertaining text messages from them. If they are not getting the hints, then be direct. Hey, I'm not really interested anymore or, you know, I decided to move on with somebody else. Whatever you have to say, just be polite and be direct. Don't beat around the bush. It's it's a waste of time. So, in a case where you do vibe on the phone very well and you have planned a date, the meetup. Ah, <sighs> meetup. First date jitters. It happens to everyone. It's just so scary sometimes, especially when you're meeting someone that you've never seen in person. You have all these thoughts in your head about, are they going to like me? Am I cute enough? Did I, do I match my pictures? Even though you know you do, you know you that shit, you know you that bitch, you know you cute. But you know these negative thoughts that, you know, roam through all of our heads are going through your head. That's normal. So some tips to get over those negative thoughts. One, remember, they are also very nervous because they're human. We all are. And most people, and I feel like this helps me a lot, especially when I'm nervous in general, everyone is too busy worrying about themselves to worry about you. So the same way you're paranoid and you're concerned about all the things about you and whether you're going to be good enough for the date, they are also thinking the same thing. Knowing that, just don't worry about it, you know? Two, another tip that helps me, be confident. You have to show up being confident in yourself. The only way to show up being confident in yourself is by doing what you have to do, making sure you look good. When you look good, you feel good. Do your part to be confident. You know, we can go back to how to shoot your shot. And I talked about tips on being confident there. 
do what you have to do to show up as your best so that way you don't feel insecure about anything. Another tip is show up as your authentic self. When you're on the date, show up as real you. When you're having conversations, be who you are. Don't try to be more fun or don't try to be more calm or don't try to be anything but who you are. If you're someone that speaks very loudly and jokes all the time, show up as that person. If you're someone that's a little bit more calm, show up as that person because you want to give this person an opportunity to get to know who you are the same way you want them to give you the opportunity to get to know who they are. So don't try to fake it to make it. This is not like a job interview where you're trying to say how great you are at Excel, even though you're only doing the minimum and you don't know any formulas, nothing. You don't need to do that here. Show up as who you are because you're not show up as who you are. So that way you don't waste anybody's time, including yourself. Last tip for during the date. And it's very important tip that I also am learning. Listen to understand and not to respond. When you're on a date with someone, listen to everything they say because it's going to give you a better insight on who they are, who you're signing up for. Remember, this is an interview. You want to get to know them the same way they want to get to know you. So as you show up as your authentic self, also listen to who they are so you can know who they are authentically. Once the date is complete, we have to do another check-in. You want to evaluate how the date made you feel. If you have positive feelings about the date, that is great. We can add this person to the dating rotation. If you don't have positive feelings about the date, you just have to be clear about that. You don't have to tell them during the date, but when you get home, send a text message and be honest. Hey, the date was good, but I don't think I'm interested or whatever it is you have to say. Be clear and direct. Yes, it might be awkward, but it's going to save you and them a lot of time. And you know what? They will thank you later for it. With that being said, repeat these tips over and over until you get your rotation going, a manageable rotation. I'm not going to give you guys a number. I think it varies for everybody. Once you get your manageable rotations going, then maybe you can, you know, pause on the online dating for a little bit and get to know those folks in your manageable rotation. And time will tell. Folks usually, people will disqualify themselves on their own. So let that naturally happen and, you know, last man standing wins. If not, if no one wins, go back online dating and find again. It's going to take some time, but no giving up. Please like, share, and most importantly, leave reviews to help the podcast grow. For more information on the resources used in this episode, please refer to the links in the bio. 